Welcome back to the Travel Commando podcast. Tonight I'm going to open with a little bit of housekeeping. In my previous episode featuring Steve Solberg, there is a point at which it appears that Steve is speaking of the Dead Sea, and I am speaking of the Red Sea. This is the result, in part, of one of the two technical edits I had to make to the episode. I lost a bit of conversation and superimposed another bit. The other edit, fortunately, is marked only by an increase in volume. Travelers, let me continue by offering this one piece of advice before I share tales of the tower. When you travel, especially when you travel internationally in another culture, soak up all that you can with whatever you consider to be your primary sense. My primary sense is definitely vision. Okay. Commit every possible detail to memory. One of the reasons I'm providing you this advice is that, as I've learned over the years, you will forget stuff. You will forget so much. If you try to remember everything, more little details stick. Here's an example. <laughs> I was in a car moving through the Canal Khalili in Egypt, and it was just like it's portrayed in the movies, crowded, loud, too much movement to possibly understand or interpret. We turned a corner, which was wrapped with open storefronts, okay? I was trying to memorize them. And this little detail will stick with me forever. Just inside one of these storefronts was a calico cat with two kittens on the ground. She had one of the kittens pinned down by the shoulder with her paw and was grooming it so lovingly. Her eyes were drawn back into slits, right? She was putting so much affection into it. And that is now one of my favorite little travel memories. I am eagerly anticipating a few interviews which are about to occur. I'm very excited about getting them posted. I'm interviewing some people who travel so much they make me look like a doorstop. Okay, but tonight I'm here to tell you about visiting the Tower of London. If you want to walk cobblestone streets, view ancient sites, depending upon your definition of ancient, I suppose, and take in a massive amount of history all within a handful of acres, you can do it at the Tower of London. For residents of the U.S., this situation presents an opportunity to do these things in a place that just isn't that far flung. On the bank of the River Thames, near the beautiful Tower Bridge, sits the Tower of London. Construction began in 1066 during the Norman Conquest. London was Saxon at the time. The tower was founded by William the Conqueror, with continuing construction under Richard the Lionheart and Edward I. The facility has been around for a while, people. The tower is, of course, known as one of the most notorious prisons in the history of the world, but it was also a palace. The plot contains a ring within a ring within a moat. Okay, it has also been a mint and has long served as the home of the crown jewels. A siege of this tower <laughs> resulted in King John's signing of the Magna Carta. There's history here, people. You can roam the grounds unattended, but I highly, highly recommend 
taking a yeoman warder tour. There is no extra fee for the tour. There's a spot where people can gather and wait for the next tour to start. Okay, it's easy. This is one of the best things I have ever done. It was just an excellent, exceptional experience. All right. The Yeoman Warders, by the way, are also known as Beefeaters. They're the famous characters seen in red coats on Beefeater gin bottles. The actual White Tower, which most people think of as the Tower of London, was built both as a royal residence and a dungeon. Okay, the 1500s and 1600s were the prime eras for this dreaded prison, during which it held such illustrious condemned as Elizabeth I and Sir Walter Raleigh. Over many years, other towers and numerous smaller buildings were constructed on the site. You will be visiting a large complex, not just a tower. You'll see the original moat which surrounded the complex. When St. Thomas's Tower was built, a new portcullis was installed on the waterside. I love that word, portcullis, don't you? It sounds just like what it is. This particular portcullis became known as Trader's Gate, which replaced Bloody Gate. If you were taken to the tower, things were certainly not going to be good. But if you were brought in through Trader's Gate, they were sure to be the worst. The yeoman warders take great joy in drawing up the misery and fear of people crossing this dreaded threshold. Some of the castle's halls have been turned into museums of armor and armament. You will have the opportunity to see various suits of armor, swords, battle axes, maces, jousting lances, pikes, picks, bolts, bludgeons, bows, arrows, knives, and clubs. You will also see the infamous rack, a torture implement so feared and despised that it is still referenced in English parlance 500 years after its last use. Talking about the rack, people. I want to reinforce here, by the way, that there is a palpable sense of going back in time associated with this experience, with touring the Tower of London like a state of suspended reality. Wait until you hear about the princes in the tower. Creepy as hell. And in the vein of being creepy as hell, hear what I did there, I want to offer that the yeoman warders are really masters of giving these tours. They tell the stories in such intense, immersive, captivating, and passionate ways that inattention is impossible, and they really, really know how to build the drama, both throughout the tour and at specific moments. My group was standing near the Ravens when a yeoman warder told a story of an execution by torture that was so intense, a girl in the group fainted and had to be revived. Now, maybe this was a stunt, right? Maybe this girl was employed to play this role, but the story was very gruesome and very disturbing with quite an upsetting culmination. Hell, I almost fainted. And yeah, by the way, they keep ravens at the tower. 
there were too many stories about the source of the superstition for me to even begin to present here in the time I have tonight. But the essential belief is that if the ravens fly away, Britain will collapse. Okay. Watching them actually was kind of interesting. Some of them were the size of small cats. All right. Be prepared for that if you're not used to it. Another gruesome aspect of this place is that Henry VIII liked killing his wives here. You will stand by Tower Green immediately next to the spot on which one of his wives was executed. I won't spoil the surprise by telling you which or how, and you will hear all of the inspiring and horrifying details. Henry also enjoyed having dissenters killed at the tower and having their heads placed on pikes as messages to others, like post-it notes. You'll, you'll hear all about it. As part of the tour, you will see the original Roman wall, which once surrounded London, and it looks that old. If you've never stood next to anything ancient, anything built in a time which is utterly foreign to us, try this out. If you walk the perimeter of the fortress, you will see and pass a long battery of cannons. This is just an infinitesimal amount of the firepower available to the military at that time, and it's a brain-shattering reminder of what power meant. So, the site is made up of many buildings which are intact, some ruins, some castles and towers, beautiful greens, high ancient walls, and appealing open spaces. Meandering the paths through all of this is just a great, great way to spend a day, or half a day, or an hour. Tours conclude in St. John's Chapel. This is just a solemn, beautiful room. If you're on a yeoman warder tour, be prepared to tip the warder on your way out of the chapel. Okay. There's plenty of dining available nearby. There's local fast food, a variety of ethnic and international options, and of course, fish and chips. I highly recommend a walk across Tower Bridge. It will take you to the London Eye, among other attractions, and if you want to take in a bit of artwork, the Saatchi Gallery is right by the eye. From the London Eye, you can obtain yet another perspective on the tower grounds as you rotate slowly to the top. While at the tower, for an extra fee, you can enter the White Tower and actually spend time looking at the crown jewels, which are worth something like $97 trillion. Adult admission is £22.70. Children's admission is £10.75. Tuesday through Saturday, the museum is open 0900 to 1730 hours. Sunday through Monday, 1000 to 1730. Last admission all days is at 1700 hours. Underground station, Tower Hill, baby. Travel Commando out.